What makes a good boss? Elon Musk's productivity email, the $1,500 surfboard, and how Disney are taking over. Welcome to the Passport to Success podcast, where we'll talk about the latest in business news. I'm Becca. And I'm Simon from Passport Success, the online community and resource that gives you access to a world of business know-how. So, what are we talking about today then? So, firstly, we're going to be talking today about Google spending 10 years of research, Mm -hmm. um, started in 2008, Mm -hmm. uh, on what they believe makes a good boss. Um, So, it's quite quite long. It's from um, Inc., uh, the website Inc.com. So, basically, I'm just going to go through the 10 points that they've mentioned Mm -hmm. that they believe that is what everyone should follow. So, this is 10 years worth. Of research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's quite a lot. Um, So, firstly, is just to be a good coach. I feel like that says exactly what it should be. Um, Yeah. It's quite easy to follow that. Instead of micro, instead of telling people what to do, you've got to coach them along, obviously, in your business. So Mm -hmm. the more mistakes you make, it's okay. You can just carry on as you are. Well, yeah. It's always good to make mistakes. Otherwise, how are you going to learn? Exactly, exactly. Um, second point mm-hmm. is to, you don't micromanage, uh, you keep going with your team, um, a good team leader gives people enough freedom to do the ideas that they think work, so to experiment and develop and adapt and actually bring their own working style to the business. Well, if you micromanage someone, that's just like you moulding them to how you manage, mm. it doesn't give them any personality or, as you say, room to grow. Yeah. So you're just going to become stagnant in your business, aren't you? I feel it brings a lot more diversity to your business as well. Um, makes it you've, you've got a lot of different personalities in your business. So mm-hmm. everyone's their own person. Um, so I feel having different areas where people are experimenting and developing, it, it's only going to benefit your business. There's no point trying to mould someone to think one specific way, in my opinion. And people have got different levels of experience, so when you are fairly new to a role, you might want just that little bit more coaching. Exactly. And then the longer you've been there, the more confidence you have. You're probably going to try the more daring daring approaches. Or certainly feel more empowered if you have a coach, have a manager that's quite happy for you to oh, definitely. try and be a little bit different. That's great, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. Um, Excuse me. So the third point is uh, creating a team inclusive team environment showing concern for success and well-being. Now, obviously, a great manager obviously trusts the team. Mm-hmm. So um, the priority is obviously to build trust within the team. So you have to trust everyone. Yeah. So you want a team, obviously, that you're going to trust no matter what. So definitely it gives a good psychological level for them as yeah. well um they're able to obviously i feel like it'll put a bit of a positive spin on your workforce um like the mood bring out more calm they're going to be less stressed if they're yeah nervous. well-being is huge at the minute isn't it people are starting to realize just the importance of your oh, mental health as well as your physical health and yeah having a happy work environment is great for you for your well-being and I'm sure people have been in works where they've not been happy yeah. and you dread going into work and you're not productive, oh, you become sluggish, you become very down. So yeah, having a supportive well-being environment, yeah, you're more, you're more 
You want to do more. Obviously, You want yeah. to work harder. You want to succeed. And on the other side of it, obviously, you know, you don't any mistake you make, you want to be able to have the confidence in actually admitting that you've made a mistake instead of maybe trying to hide it, you know, and knowing that whoever you go to is going to be is like understandable of the mistake you've made. Yeah, you don't want to be scared of your boss. No, exactly. So yeah, that's definitely. I feel like that's definitely a big one. You want no one to be scared of you, one hundred percent. So number four is. Uh, Productive and results oriented. So obviously, the best managers only get the best around them. Yeah, and you make them better. Results oriented. It may sound not that great where they just focus on the results, but if you don't, you're just going to be meandering. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. If you don't exactly. have a, if you're not thinking about what results you want or what you want your your workforce or people to do, then. Yeah, you're just going to be floundering, really, aren't you? Exactly. You, I mean, you want to bring the best in that you can. Mm-hmm. Um, but your workforce, you want to make them better so they can begin looking at their own, like, creating their own areas, scenarios, mm-hmm. bringing different things to the business that you maybe wouldn't have thought they could have done. So you're looking to make them better. And yeah. obviously that's so important for a lot of people who actually employees wanting to work for a business knowing that they're going to learn more in your business that they can use maybe even outside of the business if needs be yeah um number five is you've got to be a good communicator Mm -hmm. i feel like that's almost a necessity for any business you're in um you need to listen to praise concern any any concerns anyone has with your business um it kind of follows on from the one earlier on about not being scared of your boss because if you're too scared to talk to them then you're going to be unhappy you're going to make mistakes yeah you know one wants a boss that doesn't talk to them exactly exactly and um it's just it just makes it easier throughout if communication is all around positive mm-hmm. um if someone can, if someone can easily from the bottom talk to anyone, wherever they want, if it's uh, the boss, their manager, mm-hmm. however it goes, <clears throat> it's just works. It's just a more fluid business. It is, yeah, yeah. Communication's really key. Um, so six uh, is to support career development and discuss performances. So um, obviously, a great manager invests time in their own people. Mm-hmm. Um, so they give them career path options and realize that not everyone actually wants to follow the same road Mm -hmm. so whoever you've got underneath you you need to accept that everyone's not the same and they're all going to have different roads they want to go along um well the world would be a very boring place if we were the same and i'm sure so many inventions wouldn't have been invented or businesses wouldn't have been started if we all thought exactly exactly so you just don't want to hold people back Mm -hmm. um i feel that's quite selfish if you're trying to hold them back from and have them in a certain way mm-hmm. um you just want to be supportive to any team member pretty much the more you support them they're gonna think more of you and have more confidence in you and come to you more with problems and issues that you might be able to help them with and ultimately hopefully you'll be able to help them achieve the goals that they want to achieve yeah definitely um so number seven is have a clear vision or strategy for the team so this is great obviously you're always in in a business you're looking at the long term as well as the short term um and 
you want your team to know where you're going or where you want your business to go, which I feel is incredibly important because if they don't know where they're go where you're going, then they won't be able to produce the content or work that they that you actually want them to produce. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's so important to make sure that they know the whole sort of area of where you want your business to head, like the vision, your goals, your ki- like key KPIs, um, just anything really that helps you and them understand where you want your business to be. Yeah, it links earlier on again that we said about you don't want to flounder, you exactly. don't want to meander. No, yeah, exactly. You, you need to know where you're going, especially when you're just starting out on a business. Yeah, oh, definitely, 100%. Um, so eight is has key technical skills to help advise the team so a great boss understands a job well and a skill to work where they oversee yeah it's hard to respect a boss who doesn't know what your job entails exactly. or how frustrating is it where someone comes to you for help and you don't have the technical skills to help mm. them it's, it, there's no point in having a boss who doesn't understand how yeah, they can help you need to invest some time at least understanding each area of you don't have to be an expert. No. Don't get us wrong. No, no, no. But you need to invest some time understanding what each area of your team covers so you can understand from a certain point of view mm-hmm. what they want yeah. and the challenges that come, they come across every day. Um, it just makes them respect you more that you're actually investing time into their job as well as yours. It makes them feel valued. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And number nine... Um, is to collaborate across the company. Um, So um, a lot of managers do a sort of our team versus your team. I can't stand that. And creates a very, creates a hostile atmosphere Mm, sometimes. Very negative. Um, So you need to be a lot more open and try and create a, I mean, you're all aiming for the one thing, you're all aiming for your company to succeed. Mm -hmm. So you need to bring all, every team together, no matter what, the need to be, have the right mentality. Like, Doug, it's great having a competitive mentality oh, sometimes. Yeah, and a little bit of competition, as long as it doesn't get negative yeah, or hostile. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, is, 100%. Is good. It's good. Um, yeah, it's definitely... It's really bad when people, obviously, are pitted against each other mm. to a certain extent, but ultimately you've, got, you've all got the same end goal, mm-hmm. which you need to strive for. And then finally, number 10, is that you need to be a strong decision maker. I feel like this is a given. Yeah. No matter where you are in your business, you could be just starting up or you could be 10 years into it, you have to be able to make decisions. Yeah. Um, it's just a key part of your business, really. Um, if you don't make decisions, you don't go anywhere. If you make decisions, they might be the wrong, they might be wrong but it's a learning curve. Yeah. You know, everyone makes mistakes. You can go to any of the biggest businesses in the world everyone they've all made mistakes none of them had had like a smooth sailing to no, the top certainly not um so don't worry about making mistakes you've got to make decisions though that is key yeah i think one of the nicest points that you brought up earlier on was about being open with your team uh and we've got one here that it's an email from elon musk that he sent to his tesla employees oh. uh, it's an article from entrepreneur and um it's his productivity email so as you say, everyone has their ups and downs in businesses. And when you're a big business, you know, people know your downs because they get 
publicised everywhere, don't they? Exactly. Oh, yeah. And it's been a bit of a struggle for Tesla, you know, hitting milestones and production goals. And recently, he sent an email out, and it's like he kind of just told everyone just to kind of reassess everything, and don't worry, we can come back from any mistakes. Yeah. So they halted production on one of the models for a few days, so they can just kind of go back to the drawing board. Mm. So don't be afraid to... If, if something isn't working, don't be afraid to stop it and just say, right, let's just go back, have a think, have a re-look at it. Yeah, they're not in a rush, I suppose. It's it, quite a good sort of mentality to calm everyone down, mm-hmm. bring them back down to, like, bring them back down to earth, understand everything, what's going on, and then hammer on. Well, when you rush... Ru- when you rush? When you rush, you are more likely to make mistakes, yeah. just like I did then. Yeah. Um, so you need... It's taking your time... To just make sure everything's going well. Yeah. So he's one of the one of the quotes. It says, "Our cars need to be designed and built with such accuracy and precision that if an owner measures the dimensions, their measurements don't match the specs, then it means their measurement is wrong." <laughs> so it is about precision, especially when making cars. But it's exciting your team and giving them the passion to create the perfect product yeah you want to make your team think yes i want to do this well so that our customers receive the best thing they can obviously yeah they're striving to make the best of the best um and they want their customers to receive what they're paying for which is what every business wants yeah ultimately it doesn't sound He's not getting angry if they're not right. Yeah. He isn't telling people off if there's a mistake. It's it's just making sure that everyone takes not necessarily responsibility but ownership to make sure that they play their part to make sure that the customer mm-hmm. gets what they're paying for. Exactly. Oh yeah. And there's another he he keeps on going. It's it's a really good article. I'd recommend reading it. Um and at the end of the email, he just gives a few more tips to increase productivity, mm-hmm. just just here and there. And I think this one especially, um, I've noticed it in a few places I've worked, and it does make sense. It talks about excessive meetings are the blight of big companies and almost always get worse over time. So he says the longer a meeting goes on, the more sluggish you get, oh, the less 100%. productive it gets. And he recommends that if you have to have a meeting, keep it short. Yeah, Half an hour is quite a good short email, uh, email meeting time. It's it's like how long after a two hour meeting do you start thinking right I need to I want to get on I'm yeah. not thinking about this anymore I'm getting a bit bored whereas half an hour you talk about what you need to talk about you resolve any issues boom you get it Sometimes done. Sometimes you just hit a slump as well in a meeting. And you um, do. And you just get very lethargic and you switch off. It's it's a toughie. It is a really toughie. Yeah. It's definitely try and keep them as short as possible. De- mm-hmm. I would recommend that 100 percent. Um, so now we're going to be looking at the $1,500 surfboard that Tesla have recently brought out. What? Um, so this is an article from, I believe, entrepreneur.com oh. um, that we're looking at. Mm-hmm. And Tesla have just brought out a $1,500 surfboard. Um, wow. Which is obviously be swish. quite expensive. Um so I did a little bit of research before, mm-hmm. and I I actually came across the average prices of what are normal surfboards. Actually, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't have any idea. I wouldn't know either. To be honest <laughs> with you. Um, so longboards are normally between seven hundred dollars, one thousand three hundred dollars. Shortboards four hundred to eight hundred dollars. A hybrid board is six hundred to a thousand dollars. Ah. And fishies 
fishies board mm-hmm. is 500 to 900 dollars so actually so it's not as expensive as it sounds it's it is it's i mean strange. it's still expensive but so they're going in a very very high price but the, I mean, it's Tesla, so they can do that. How many have they made? They've made 200, which they've all sold already. Oh. Sold out already. Um, which, again, it, I mean, it shows that there's the market's there for them in that area. And um, they've definitely diversified from where they were. Mm, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So it's, um, yeah, very high. It's high price, but high quality. Um, and people are jumping on it pretty much i mean they've all sold out already the custom boards um and you don't even get all of the surfboard with it you have to buy the fins at the back of the surfboard separately uh so well if people are buying it then exactly they know that they're getting the quality from the previous article they know they're going to get the quality that as that he wants in his in his business. Something about limited editions as yes. well. It makes people want to buy it them. It makes people jump at the chance, doesn't it? Only um, 200 in the world. That's a, that's a really small run yeah. as well. So, yeah, just the... You know what you're going to be getting a really high quality piece of... Uh, you're going to be re- getting a really good product, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to be very limited edition, which obviously makes people want it more. Um, so Tesla's cars, isn't it, mainly? Electric yes, cars. Yes, and yes. then what else have they done? Is it just a surfboard as well? Or is this the beginning of them branching out? I think out? it's the beginning of them branching out. Um, it's. Um, I'm sure that... did oh, The article says something else. I'm sure... Is it... Um, flamethrowers? Oh, the oh, yes! I remember uh, that. They did all Tesla the testing with the flamethrowers as well. Isn't it? $500... Flamethrower. I That's mean, pretty swish, isn't that it? That is pretty, pretty. Oh, also, men's and women's and children's clothes and uh, hats. Fantastic. Leather items, drinkware, tech and sports goods, which is oh, what the surfboard falls under, the tech and sports goods. Oh, fantastic. So, yeah, um, well, they're definitely branching out. Branching out works. Um, I mean, you don't want to limit yourself. Exactly. I mean, they might be going into quite a um, quite a sort of mature market anyway. Mm. Um and it might actually give people an urge to look again at um, in the actual like in this market mm-hmm. and again treat themselves to a uh, one thousand five hundred dollar surfboard. Mm. Talking about branch now, unless unless like you've not been listening to the news recently, Disney are going to buy out Fox. No way. Now Disney are just taking over the world. They. They've already bought Marvel Studios, um, they've bought MGM, they've bought how many people Disney bought out? Quite a few. Exactly. Uh, but it's all part of acquisitions and they're being more competitive with other rivals. Mm. So by buying Fox, it gives them a bigger stake into Hulu, which yeah, is the oh, streaming the service, streaming. Yes, yeah, yeah. which is quite a big competitor to Netflix. So it gives Disney a stake in terms of that. They've also got their own online streaming, haven't they? Disney Live. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. But that's only Disney stuff. So Hulu's had things like The Handmaid's Tale on it. Yeah. Um, there's a, a lot of other big shows that are on Hulu. Well, it's um, well, I, I read somewhere actually. Um, it was a couple of days ago that for once, um, video streaming's got a better customer satisfaction than just live TV. You know? Oh, well, um, yeah, I can so see that, So you can that, understand actually. why they're wanting to try and get into that market. Especially what? if it's the one that doesn't have adverts. Exactly, exactly. Um, it's always a big thing. I mean, we're always 
watching stuff on Netflix now rather than live TV. Yes, yeah, same. We're exactly um, the same. But also, as well as buying Fox, it means now that they own Marvel Studios, they are getting uh, the X-Men and Fantastic oh. Four, which is what Fox owned. So there's all the future films that might be coming out which people are excited about if you're into the Marvel Cinematic oh, Universe. Yeah. And it's just bringing consistency and actually quite good customer satisfaction which Disney are all about aren't they it's all about the customer so they've started off with with their own films and now they've grown and bought other film companies and it's just getting bigger and bigger just shows acquisitions are quite good to help grow definitely even if you're a small business you can buy into another small business mm. and it can just help help you grow really oh yes definitely everyone's got to start somewhere even Disney started somewhere small. Exactly. Oh, yeah, they all. And have. who has not heard of Disney now? Absolutely massive. That's true. Absolutely massive. So to summarise in our podcast, mm-hmm. um, we obviously talked about uh, Google, huge company, giving you ten steps on how to become a good boss. Yeah, um, definitely recommend. Would definitely recommend taking looking at a that lot article. of those steps because um, you don't want a rubbish boss. And you don't want to be a rubbish boss exactly. either. Exactly. You can find the article over on Inc.com. Um, definitely recommend having a look through it. Um, it really can help you understand what is actually needed for you and your team to like blend together and create, and you begin beginning to create. Yeah, we also talked really, about really business. Tesla and Elon Musk. So his openness with his staff, his igniting of passion through email, and also their very fancy surfboard exactly. and how they're branching out. And we ended on talking about Fox and Disney. So all of our articles are from Inc.com, there's Entrepreneur, and also BBC News was the Disney Fox article as well. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, follow us on social media, and we will regularly update our podcasts. And um, also become a member of Passport to Success. It's the online community and resource that gives you access to a world of business know-how including helpful business strategy information, forums, and you can get access to our videos a day earlier than our scheduled release dates. I've been Becca. I've been Simon. Thank you for joining us. Bye. And we'll speak to you next time. Bye.